Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is RPT, season number 14, episode 169. Not to be confused with a Hunter Biden laptop password. Okay? <laughs> no 69, not that kind of 69. It is Thursday, 18 May, year of our Lord, 2022. I am a stand-up comedian. My name is Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in a building. Yo, what's up, man? Yes! Ooh, in a new we studio. Have the power. With a new studio, bro. We might have too much elbow room and then it's going it's not gonna be the chemistry ain't gonna be there, bro. That's right. We'll get like the big hands where you can just kinda clap in the air like a selfie stick. Yep. Virtual. Virtual. Fuck it. You can be on the other side of the room in the new studio and then you can still zoom in. Ooh. <laughs> we'll be in the same you have one green screen. We're gonna have, have so much screen. space thanks to the patrons, patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales, the Tia agents make this show possible. They believe in us, and they're the ones backing us up. Big time. They got our back big time. Because, uh, you know, have y'all noticed, we don't have like a whole bunch of commercials. We don't have a whole bunch of sponsors. And, you know, hopefully we will, but we also don't want to be beholden to anybody. But if there's, um, if you have a business and you want to support and you want to have like some product placement, holla at us, Red Pill Tamales at Gmail. Sass. Yeah, we got a couple things coming for you guys. For sure. Uh, I am a stand-up comedian. Legalized Freedom Tour coming in hot. New Braunfels, Texas, May 20th. Do not get sold out. Abilene, May 21st. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan College Station, May 28th. San Angelo, June 3rd. Odessa, June 4th. Austin, June 9th. We need to check up on that one because um, that club, Cap City. Still going through the changes? new owners. Yeah, I keep seeing them tweet like they're pushing back everybody's mm. dates. They got a bunch of big names coming. Everything is pushed back. But uh, do not be alarmed. Uh, Chingobling.com, get your tickets. We also have Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, OKC, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison, and many more. Hit it up. Chingobling.com. Sass. What do you think the national average gas is right now? Is it like five yet? No, it's five uh, four fifty, so it's getting close. Dakabron, isn't that like the highest it's ever been? Mm, I believe so. I wonder now that we're seeing these high gas prices, if it's gonna take even longer to bring them down. This is total conspiratorial talk here, but uh if you put your tinfoil hat on, mm-hmm. you could think, all right, they're getting us used to seeing four plus dollar a gas a gallon gas, right? Mm-hmm. What's the incentive to like bring it down fast? Let's like slowly drag this out for another two years, you know, and see if we can. When by the time we get to twenty twenty four, then we'll start, you know, kind of bringing it back down. Well, I mean, before we even get into theories, like it's kind of like, bro, this is my view, right? If supply is down, demand is up. That's gonna make the price go up, right? We're looking at high prices, and we don't have a lot of domestic supply. You know, they, every time we look up, they're closing more and more of the leases and stuff, right? They're like, uh, you can't drill in Alaska. You can't drill here. can't drill there. De-incentivizing de, uh, the petroleum companies to even make the product or get it out the ground. You know, day one, close the pipeline. Just so on and so forth. We're no longer energy independent. My little basic economic theory mm-hmm. is if you increase domestic supply, doesn't that help? alleviate supply chain stuff and just costs and expenses because now the supply is up it's domestic it's cleaner than what we're getting from everywhere else you know what i mean a nation that can't fuel itself can't defend itself right and recently we heard the uh the oil leases in the gulf coast that got canceled last week it's like instead of saying all right y'all my bad let's ramp up production right so that we can help the supply and bring down the price instead it's like they're attacking the supply 
<laughs> it says the Biden administration is canceling uh, three oil and gas leases scheduled in the Gulf Coast of Mex in in the Gulf of Mexico and on the Gulf of Alaska, uh, removing millions of acres from possible drilling as U.S. gas prices reach record highs. I'm interested as to why that is because I've heard somebody say you got to think to yourself they don't want to do this on purpose they don't they shouldn't want this right you they don't shouldn't. want you don't want you, you wouldn't want to think that the administration in power is purposely. is purposely making this harder for americans right so if we gave them that benefit of the doubt somewhere within these articles or documents you would have to find a reason why they would cut especially in the gulf because we're not talking about like the key uh, the, the keystone from canada to wherever we're not talking about california we're not talking about anywhere we're talking about the gulf of mexico where you know the amount of refineries and amount of work that goes down just here just an hour south of where we are right now mm -hmm. or less is uh, is a big part of the energy production so it's like why in the gulf of mexico are you fucking with oil right i don't know well we'll look into it and we'll maybe talk about it more but you would think the conversation should no longer go in that direction. It should be like, what are we doing for domestic yeah, growth? Like warp operation, warp speed, fuel, right? Like uh, what I would like from this regime is for them to say... Operation warp fuel. Yeah, warp fuel. Like, hey, we gassing it up. And we ain't talking about Air Force Two to go collect the bag. I'm talking about let's get the supply going let's be become energy independent like if he hopped on tv he was like my bad trump was right we have to be energy independent instead they ask him <clears throat> stuff like uh so hey what's up with the baby formula shortage like how long have y'all known and what are y'all doing what's the plan because mothers want to know fathers want to know families want to know and they're just like well you know i mean we jumped on as soon as we could and uh you know we're not mind readers mm -hmm. we don't have a crystal ball we don't we can't predict the future and it's like Y'all got all the money and resources and administration and the biggest, you know, all this bureaucracy. Like, you supposed to know. You supposed to look over the hill. Like, supposed to. You, you're supposed, S apostrophe P, <laughs> Ost. Like, come on, dog. Y'all you, you supposed to be our betters. Like, y'all were supposed to be like, the adults are back in charge. Thank God, no more chaos. No, the, these adults are back in charge. No more baby formula. No more freedoms, mm -mm. you know, and we would definitely want to talk about that um, that punk ass treaty thing or whatever with the World Health Organization, which are just an extension of China and the World Economic Forum. It might not be on this episode, but I do want to pull something up from them that uh, as I was looking into this today came to my attention, which I don't know if you knew this is a pretty important day, Chingo, but let our audience know what today is. Okay, World Health Organization tweeted, on the International Day Against Homophobia, biphobia, and transphobia, hashtag I-D-A-H-O-B-I-T, International Day Against, wow, that's a fucking crazy-ass acronym, <laughs> and then they put a shit ton of emojis with every possible combination of bearded families blended in every way. I think you see KJP and her uh, white wife, uh, somebody in a wheelchair, and so on. Those are the emojis. And then, it, whoa, that logo flag. It's the uh, a heart-shaped rainbow trans flag. It's no longer just rainbow. Now they put the little, the black and the brown stripe to represent people of color because it's all Marxist. This is all like, this is all like um, Marxism ideology. Instead of it being about class and race, now they're making it about 
gender. All right. The who celebrates the right of everyone to live a healthy, dignified life and celebrates diversity in people's sexual orientation and gender identity. Hashtag health for all. So we're going to get you to want to support everything we're doing and the power grab we're going for because it's hashtag health for all and it's a pretty heart with emojis and it includes the black and the brown and all the rainbow. I couldn't believe I thought this was sat- satire. I didn't I'm surprised. Was- <clears throat> I'm surprised they didn't say fuck crackers on there. <laughs> they don't have the pregnant dude emoji on there. Ooh. They don't. I'm surprised How they didn't dare they. I'm surprised they didn't say this is all the white man's fault and <laughs> trust us and let us rule you. This is a white man's game, but no more. Yeah, and you will own nothing to be happy, and it's the white man's fault. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't put that in there. Yeah. Like, you're a victim. Uh, You know, International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia. Hmm. What's biphobia? I guess uh, you're afraid of bisexual people. I mean, they seem the most fun out of all of them, to be honest. You know, they equal opportunity employees. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said in college. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Goddamn, Rob. <laughs> Hold on now. Experimenting over there. Talking about women. Only Come on women. now. Hey, hey, hey. Only Come on now. Women. You know the ladies got to, you know, go both ways. Uh, that's fantastic. But yeah, man, um, that's funny that the World Health Organization, right? They're, they've just been a puppet of the CCP. And... You know, like like Rob said, we'll, we'll talk more about it. But you got this dude named Ted Rose, Doctor Ted Rose, T E D R O S, and um, shit. I just retweeted something on my Twitter. If you go to the to the Who's Twitter, they actually uh, broadcast it. It's still up. It's up there right now. It's an hour long. They did a live media briefing on Covid uh, nineteen and uh-huh. other global health issues with Doctor Ted Ted Rose. Where was that at again? It's on their it's on their Twitter. Anyway. Uh- Oh, okay. Right here. Okay, is this the thing where you only have two hours to comment and chime in about how you don't want them to fucking rule over you? I don't know. Because I was I mentioned it, if you guys remember, like a week ago, that there was this committee where it, it, it sounds super hyperbolic, but it would take away powers from your federal entities on things like any kind of restrictions, any kind of emergency use, uh, masking, vaccinations, whatever the fuck. This committee or this board, an extension of the WHO, would, have, would supersede... Yep. Your local go- or your local or federal government. They would supersede your commander in chief, yeah. your, your constitution. A lot of c- countries have already signed on. So just to reiterate what Rob just said, we cannot let this shit go through. On oh, God, we cannot allow it. Big dog is super crucial. Basically, you can have people knock knocking at your door, coming to regulate your little health emergency that they might have even helped create mm. and basically be like we don't answer to your commander in chief my dog we are the motherfucking stormtroopers and now we here now and you coming with us you know and you tweeted some shit we ain't like and matter of fact let me pull up your fucking social credit score so let me read you about this uh read to you about this tedros guy who by the way has 1.7 million followers on twitter mm. so that many people are interested in what the director general of the who The boy full of shit. All right, here we go. Dr. Ted Rose is as corrupt as they come. This is a a retweet from Allie Beth. I'll tell you her last name in a minute. Uh, Dr. Ted Rose is as corrupt as they come. Part of the Communist Party of Ethiopia reportedly covered up a cholera outbreak as health minister there. Named genocidal Zimbabwean tyrant Robert Mugabe Goodwill. Oh, uh, he named genocidal Zimbabwean tyrant Robert Mugabe the goodwill ambassador i guess he gave him this plaque or whatever and he's a known colluder with the ccp and he's cool with uh, klaus schwab and the world economic forum and this treaty that if 
whoever the fuck, I don't know who's voting on this, like who on our behalf is able to sign us into that shit to where there may not be midterms <laughs> if right. they get this shit in. But basically, it'll just be like, oh, uh, sorry, y'all, health emergency, pandemic, whatever, whatever. We're going to do whatever Australia does. Why? Well, because we're a part of this thing and this treaty supersedes your contract with your government. Yeah, I really want to look more into this because it just sounds so dark and ominous. Yeah, that's some fucking crazy ass weird globalist shit, bro. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely get back to this on another episode. But we wanted to put that bug in your ear because <clears throat> I hadn't heard about this up until like a week or so ago. No one has been talking about it at all. Like not even a little bit. I mean, it's pretty fucking major, bro. It's like, so in the weeds too. Like you got to think how many people are trying. They're trying to keep up with like all the other distractions and yeah, all the things that are going on in their local or even and, yeah. national news. And if you watch CNN, then you're concerned with Russia, climate change, white supremacy, and racism. Wow, still, still. Goofy ass, still. The Democrats are trying to sell you this fucking idea that they're going to solve racism and that they're going to protect you. They're the white savior and they're going to protect you from the other evil white men and they're your friend, you know, because they try to make everything out to be race, race, race. And it's like, you're not even empowering minorities like that, bro. You're just perpetuating some statistical lies and shit. Your boy was trending, speaking of, Fauci. And uh, this is the video that allegedly is what caused him to trend. But you tell me what you think. Return to the White House as president. Um, and COVID is still a threat or there's some other public health emergency. Would you have confidence in his ability? Uh, would you have confidence in his ability to deal with the, the a pandemic of, of this nature? Would you want to stay on in your post? Uh well, no, <laughs> to the second uh, uh, question. Uh, the, <laughs> the first question I think is, I knew the answer, know, but uh, I had to ask you. Yeah. He's going to do whatever China tells him um, to do. If, if you look at the history of what the response was during the administration, I think, you know, at best you could say it wasn't optimal. And I think just history will, will speak for itself about that. I, I don't need to make any Meanwhile, how many deaths are we having? You know what I mean? Like... You would not serve with, with Trump again, though. Shut right? your bitch ass. First of all, Fair Trump so. should fire you on day one, bro. <clears throat> he should have been fired that dude, but he's like, ah, it's not that easy. Yeah. Come on, trompitas. We'd be living in a whole different world if that was the case. Come on, <clears throat> big time. Come on, man. Come on, trompitas. Damn, bro. So that video started trending, or he started trending when that video came out uh, earlier in the week. Uh, at the same time, this little... Hey, uh, okay, I'm... A... Go ahead. No, go ahead. DeSantis needs to be like... When I get in, I'm getting rid of that little motherfucker. And when people, I move, you move. Um, dude, I can't wait to see the Republican primary shit. It's good. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, we always say this every episode. Best fucking novel ever written. Yeah. It's getting hot and spicy. Uh, there's people on both sides of the aisle who who feel like, oh, we're going to get this. We got this. You know, we got this on you. We got that on you. And then we're going to see these, hopefully, these debates that are just going to be... Yeah, on fire. Did you, Bro, did you see what DeSantis did when he was like... Uh, we make this uh, Florida's day of observing and re- honoring and remembering the uh, hundreds of millions that have died due to communism. You mentioned it to me. <sighs> I didn't see the video, but that's pretty, pretty, pretty baller. That is so gangster, bro. Um, all right, here we go. Substack investigation. Fauci's royalties and the 350 million royalty payment stream hidden by the NIH, the National Institute of Health. So I read most of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely finish reading it all. But he's um he's called a co-creator of of a couple of things. Like what? 
Just a couple of things. Products. He's a co-creator of a couple of products. Pfizer. Of a couple of products, you know, I don't want to say exact. I don't know who Are made you allowed these products. To say? I rather, I just rather say a couple of products. That's actually wow. a great way of putting it. He's a okay. co-creator of a couple of products. Okay. And uh, recently, let's see, a recent organization, OpenTheBooks.com, forced the NIH to disclose over twenty-two thousand royalty payments, and totaling nearly one hundred and thirty-four million paid to the agency and nearly seventeen hundred NIH scientists. These payments occurred during the most recent available period, uh, which was September of 09 through twenty fourteen, and then they did, they did another. Uh, study or another investigation on 2015 through 2020 so uh, royalties huh yeah we found agents we found agency leadership and top scientists at the nih receiving royalty payments well-known scientists receiving payments during the period included fauci the director of the nia uh, national institute of allergy and infectious disease NIAID, the mm -hmm. highest paid federal bureaucrat received 23 royalty payments his uh his taxpayer funded salary is already four hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, Francis Collins two hundred and three thousand. Uh, Clifford Lane three hundred and twenty five thousand. Uh, that's what they got paid. That's that was a royal. Uh, that that was it. That's their taxpayer funded salary mm -hmm. on top of these royalty payments. Yeah. And then it goes into detail about other things, which was pretty interesting because if most people I think just saw this and were like, "Well, he got what? He's credited as who? What? How? How is that?" Nah, I think too many people too too damn dumb. That's what I think, bro. Honestly, I'm with I, you. I think if you showed that a lot of half the country, a lot of people are like, "What's wrong with Dr. Fauci?" Like they're just not really paying attention. And all these names you just mentioned, like, um, I, I, did you say Peter Barrick or Francis Collins? Francis Collins. All these people were somehow all involved when all this bullshit was going down, and they were. Uh, you know, don't close the flights from China. You know, hey, mask work. No, they don't work. And it's like, who the fuck y'all work for? And then, um, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Well, no, I mean, you were saying that people would be too, and you're right, probably too dumb if you put this information in front of them. But mm -hmm. I feel like even if they were kind of moderates or if they were just kind of like, not enough evidence is out there to call these people criminals for anything in particular. Maybe let's see what comes out. And then you're like, okay, on top of XYZ that we've been talking about for 16 months now, now you're seeing how much money they've gotten paid and a lot of which has apparently been under wraps there was a FOIA request about a couple of years ago urging them to let me see uh the production is the result of a federal lawsuit versus the nih the agency admits to holding 3,000 pages of line by line royalty since 2009 so far they've produced only 1200 pages the next 1800 pages are the production of the period of 2015 through 2020 of this money where it came from why they're getting it and then the, uh, not to mention too, man, this whole little corrupt ass scientific community, the genome to the virus was, I guess, published from um, CCP scientists and some American scientists were referencing the genome of El Virus so that they can kind of just include it in their research and stuff, right? In their, mm -hmm. in their stuff they want to get published. Well, then the CCP scientists, the communist uh, scientists were like, called america like hey man take that shit down or we took it down and they're like hey some of the american scientists that were writing up they were like hey man i'm trying to reference this for my thing and they basically the the theory is they don't want the genome public like that because they don't want you to see the parts of the sequence that will show it was made in a lab we passed that part you know what i mean like everybody already knows bro this shit came out of a lab um but you know these people getting rich while you getting fucked over, that's the moral of the story. We estimate that between the fiscal years of 2010 and 2020, to 2020, 
in, in 2020, more than 350 million in royalties were paid to third parties to the agency and NIH scientists who are credited as co-inventors of a couple of these products. You, you can't name some of the products? No, it doesn't really say. Oh, okay. It doesn't really say. But um, interesting, if you guys want to read it, it's open bo- openthebooks.com, and it's a uh, Substack investigation. And, you know, another thing I heard, bro, speaking of Fauci and just, like, bad information and weird, uh, he's supposed to be in charge of, like, the whole public perception of these uh, health organizations or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it might have been a meme, bro. Somebody got to help me fact check this shit. But basically... The, 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 what the meme was kind of saying, they were critiquing Fauci saying like, let's not forget that in, I guess, the 80s and the 90s with the AIDS epidemic and how he was supposed to be in charge of that, how they were giving these people the, the wrong drugs, like experimental cancer drugs that were like killing people, right? You've seen the, the, the movie, with, what's his name? The little skinny guy, what's his name? The, the D- Dallas Buyers Club and, you know, like, th- yeah. these, this is nothing new. Fauci been around forever, right? All this shit was on video. It's all been on C-SPAN or whatever. But basically, there, what, I, what I was seeing was that they were pushing this idea of how AIDS would spread. They're just kind of like, man, and, and kids, if you live in a house with someone, you shared a cup. You know, there was always like these things. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it, it's not just, you know, the gay community and intravenous drug sharing. No, they're like, if you share a bowl of cereal with somebody. Or even, I, so here's the, here's the punchline. The punchline is, if I'm not mistaken, that particular post said, later they found out that it never really left the gay community and the intravenous. Like, sure, I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not an expert and I'm sure there's like some weird exceptions, but in essence, what this person was saying was that that's no longer the science and they quietly just didn't correct it like basically it made it seem like it's hard to catch aids basically Mm -hmm. yet they made it seem like you could just bump into somebody and you know boom but they were making it seem Ah, like they're um, they're making it seem like and i don't want to get in trouble with no health disinformation so somebody let me know in the discord but the point the person was making was like they made it seem like anybody could catch it and sexually easily versus like well if you're not doing it that way with you know these folks and you ain't got nothing to worry about yeah and you know who's you know in my opinion guilty of like helping these uh institutions spread false narratives twitter mainstream media you know you know i think it goes without saying there's a video uh that i guess broke yesterday or at this point earlier in the week um did you see the twitter engineer what happened let's just go ahead and play this bitch the U.S. Capitol, where Nancy Whoops. Pelosi. Wrong video. We're all like communist. Ideologically, uh, it does not make sense, like because we're actually censoring the right, not the left. So if everyone on the right wing will be like, "Bro, it's okay to say, just gotta tolerate it." Okay. Uh, the left will be like, "No, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I need a censor, or else I'm not gonna be in touch." So it does stuff right. I don't know the two parties can truly coexist on one platform. What do your colleagues say about like? They hate it. Oh my god, I'm at least like okay with it, but some of my colleagues are like super left, 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 left. What do they say? They're they're like this will be my last day if it happens. Has much changed since like Elon's coming out? A lot of change. A lot has changed. We're all like worried for our jobs. Why are you guys so worried? 
Yeah, you know, jobs are at stake. He's a like, I, I, know, I still think I'm going to get that. I think it's just like the environment. Like, you, you're there, and you make all my sales. We did all we could to like revolt against it. A lot of employees revolted against it. But at the end of the day, board of directors have a say, and then they acted on their best interest because they didn't want to get sued. I basically went and worked like four hours a week last quarter. That's just how it, how it works mm -hmm. for a company. Yeah. How would you describe communism inside Twitter? Essentially, like, everyone gets to do whatever they want. No one really cares about, like, OPEX, uh, like, capitalism, yeah. care about numbers, yeah. or care about, like, how to make the business more efficient. But in Twitter, it's like, mental health is everything. Like, if you're not feeling it, you can take a few days off. People take a month off, they'll come back. But you always like, like do your best at any time, and that's the culture. And you know, we we'll run the business as much as possible. Capitalists would be like, you gotta generate profits or you're out. Uh, a lot of people look at survival. Oh my God, who is funding Twitter? That really raises my jaw was on the ground. That really raises the questions of like. Bannon was right. It's just a disinformation. It's not even a real company. They don't care about profits. They're lying to the SEC. You know what I'm saying? They're all like they're losing their shit because Elon Musk is gonna make it more efficient. Yeah, it makes what you wonder, man. Fuck? It makes you wonder because when you talk to somebody who's like pro all of Twitter's guidelines and policies, and then you tell them, okay, they're not quite on the level of a Facebook or an Instagram. Shit, maybe even Snapchat. Well, not, uh, yeah, Snapchat now, but just Instagram and Facebook, because they're ran like a business. They're ran like different businesses. Like their their goals, even though they do the same kind of fuckery with content creators and information, they're still about making money and profits and and delivering for their shareholders. It doesn't really seem like Twitter is doing any of that. It's ran like poorly. Yeah, like it's not a real company. That's it's really, just like a shell for like something exactly, else. Exactly, like it's a fucking disinformation tool. Uh, shout out to Project Veritas. Dude, that's crazy. Yes. My mind is fucking blown. I like, know. there's so much there to unpack, but the, the gentleman, the engineer, he even said, like, by the time I started working here, I just turned commie as fuck. People don't have to come to work if they don't want to. Mental health is everything. You need, you're not feeling it? Don't come to work. For four hours a week per quarter. Whatever. Uh, capitalists, people on the right, he's like, they want it to be efficient. They want it to be profitable. A lot of people can't live in that world. Well, that's the real world. Like, if I'm in the comedy game and I just go about it like, hey, man, let the venues know, I really don't give a shit who shows up and we're not about profit. And they're going to be like, bitch, I'm not going to have my staff and employees show up. Of course. And, and I'm not even going to cut on the AC for your motherfucking ass, much less turn on the lights and the Can speakers. Can you imagine, dude? Um, and furthermore, he said, he said, and this is why I wish... James O'Keefe and Project Veritas weren't so vilified, demonized, and suppressed, right? Because they're the ones doing the real journalism. If more people were aware of what he said, the, the engineer, who was on a little Tinder date or something, I right? know, they always right? catch Poor him guy. slipping. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so interested in your job. Tell me more. <laughs> um, when he said, people on the right, they actually tolerate opinions and views they don't agree with. They'll just tolerate it and share the platform. He said, people on the left are like, I will not tolerate your opinion and I will get off this bitch. It's like, if more Latinos, blacks, minorities, if they just, you know, got over the hump of 
oh man, Trump is racist and the white men and the this and the, they killing this and this and that and the white boys and the Republicans and this and don't listen. It's like if you could just just suppress that for a second and listen to what the guy just said. One side wants to make that money and they will tolerate. The other side are commies. They don't they're not about profits or efficiency and they don't want to tolerate your fucking opinion. What side are you on? Yeah. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Um <sighs> Chinga's mouth was literally his jaws on the floor. Yeah, man. Fuck Twitter, but I'm on there though. Because <laughs> my getter ain't popping. Because some of y'all don't. Rasa ain't. Rasa is new to podcasts. Some Rasa are like, what the fuck is a podcast, Vato? That's, no, that's true. That's very, very true. And you want them to hop on Getter. They're not hopping on Getter or Truth Social or Gab or anything. Parlor. Parlor, which is why. How do you phrase this? Like, not not that Twitter is important, but in a sense, it is because it, it if it is a shell of itself in the sense of like this isn't for money or profit or sustainability. Even it's for hemorrhaging money and getting information out there that we believe to be right. Then it, more people are just they've been on it longer. They're not going anywhere. Really, honestly, you can throw fake fits, but they're not going anywhere. And now Elon might not buy it because he's losing so much money with his uh, Tesla stock. Yeah, I don't know. It, this all could have. Very well been just a ploy to expose Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people theorize that too. Yeah. Like he knew that their bot, uh, whatever they publicly proclaimed their bot percentage, mm-hmm. NPCs and shit, uh, they were like, oh, it's about 5%. It's well, more like 20. Yeah. It's now, more like 20%. Yeah, did you just guess that or are you quoting? I saw an article. Yeah, yeah. I saw something too where basically like, I don't know how they came about that figure, but it's like, no, 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 no. It's way worse than what they're reporting. And yeah. that, I believe that's fraud. That's a crime. You about to be in hot water. You got some explaining to do. Yeah. Damn. And, um, I, I think I, I thought I had it up earlier, but either way, it, it's a tremendous amount, which is why he's trying to negotiate a different deal for it. That's how you know the left is a sham. Every, damn near everything associated with the left is a fucking scam, bro. It's all lie. It's like the devil, bro. Like if you, I'm not trying to say like, oh, everything on the right is God and everything on the left <laughs> is devil, but... If you're not tolerant, you see what I'm saying? Um, it's like you're running phony numbers. You're lying. You're suppressing. You're cheating. You're hiring the Hunter Biden laptop story. You're kicking New York Post off. You're kicking off the president while he's commander in chief still over him saying, we're going to go down there. And we're going to fight like hell to win our country back. Well, guess what, bitch? We do want our country back. And I'm not afraid to say we got to fight for our country. And that's metaphorically speaking. Don't get a, your little, your little chonies in a bunch. Don't get it twisted. Don't get your little chonies in a bunch. Try to report people. But like, it's a, everybody listening, if you're Chicano, if you're third generation, second generation, first generation, like if you're Raza, if you're Mexican-American, if you're Latino, I don't give a damn, you Honduran, Salvadoran, Panamanian, whatever. This is your country. You know what I'm saying? You're, if you're a citizen... This is your country. If you live here, you pay taxes here. You got kids here. You're raising a family here. You came here for a reason. This is your country. And if you don't think it's going on in the right direction, you feel like we're on the wrong track. It's okay to say, hey, man, we're losing our country. And I don't give a damn if you're black, trans, straight, gay, whatever. I don't care how you identify. You know, you're a citizen. You love this country. This is your country. You know? So... Don't don't let them uh, brainwash you into thinking that like you're not allowed to speak that way or feel that way. 
Yeah, we were talking about this in the Discord too earlier in the week about the uh, the guest that Tim Pool had on the um, Matt Binders, I believe was or Matt Binder Durs or something was his name, and uh, they were talking about a lot about this kind of stuff. And what we were talking about, I mean, damn, what was it? Like interviewing these people is just hard. Like people on the left, because a lot of the arguments, like we said, aren't real solid arguments. Are just kind of like, well, I feel like, and don't you think that yeah. it makes them feel a certain my way? My experience. Yeah, and it's just like, well, my, dude, that's what we're lived, talking about. My lived truth. So for me, if, if I were talking to these people or trying to debate them, it would be hard to debate them because I would just want, I told, this is what I told them in the Discord, is like, I would want to get down to why, like who hurt you essentially? Like what is it that your trauma is making you uh, project this to the world like it's a good idea, knowing pretty damn well that most of it isn't a good idea. Like you could root for all of the social causes, like you know, tax credits for kids, great, yeah, you know, daycare, maybe some school, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's a couple of more, ones. more stimulus, more bailout, more, more printing. Sure, you want to help the downtrodden? I'm all for it, but let's not hide it. Like everything that's a, a big government social program is a great thing, right? So uh, I would just want to ask him, like, why is it that you're so vehemently working towards, a, like, let's just say abortions, right? And I'm not even like, I don't have that big of a stance on it. It's really rare that I think you should, you know, do that. If, but, you know, again, it's a choice thing. I understand that. There's certain instances. That's a whole nother topic. There's got to be some restrictions. Yeah, you can't just can't be just like... can't just make it a McDonald's and shit. Right. You can't be the kind of person that's like, I'm going to go get... I'm just going to have a ton of sex, unprotected, and then that'll be my form of contraception. That's fucking dumb. Bro, I saw this piece of stand-up. I forget who posted it. It might have been some right, you know, turning point to somebody. Yeah. It was this uh, black female comedian. It looked like she was in one of the comedy clubs in New York. Oh my God, I saw you it. You saw it? So good. Did you put it on the, what did you No, nope, but okay. I'm going to pull it up because I meant to. Yeah, well, the punchline at the very, very end is kind of like, oh, okay, it was worth, you know what I mean, waiting. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but, um, you know, I just can't wait for the day for more minorities mm-hmm. to be like, Man, based on everything you kind of explaining in terms of the fuel and the formula shortage, like the salve with one end, mm-hmm. she went in front of a store and she was just interviewing people. She was like in a hood or something, right? And there's like this young black couple and the mom looked stressed out and she she was asking her, um, I think she straight up was like, baby formula or something. I got it for you. I was actually going to play it on the last episode. Oh man, we got to pull that up. Yeah. And and the reason I bring it up is because like you have minorities that are saying like what sent the fuck? Forty billion dollars to you. Joe Biden just sent forty billion dollars to Ukraine. Do you think you should have used that for Americans who have, are experiencing these empty grocery shelves? For about mothers, we we're babies. Form, formula, Similac. We have to go to five different stores just to get you know the Similac because everything was on recall. He should be took putting money into that. You know how stressful it is to try to find milk for your kid. That is so stressful. I have to go all the way to Arlington. I stay in Oak Cliff. I have to go all the way to Arlington just to find Oak her Cliff? milk. I have to go That's to five different hood. stores. It's, it's She's like, I had to like, go over there to Arlington and, and then you only you have to like get the milk when you see it. If you don't see it, when you go, let's say if you see milk today, you go to the store tomorrow, it's going to be gone. Reports came out today saying that the... Bi- well, America was never like this. You know, I understand recalls happen, but leadership. I mean, damn near anybody could do a better job at this point. Like, if you're aware of a formula shortage, it is midterms. Hold on, pause it. No, I'm good, yeah. It's midterms. And Democrat moms and Republican moms and independent moms are stressed the fuck out. If you have a little bitty baby, you can't just give them tortillas and frijoles and whatever else you want to give them, sopitas and fideos and all this stuff. It's like, no, they can't eat all that, you know? And I would... I'd give them credit as much as I talk about this regime. I would gladly 
give them props if they did a good job. If Saki went up there and said, this is unacceptable, <clears throat> we're working on it right now. As a matter of fact, I want to introduce you to the team that's in charge of this shit. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what we're doing. Okay. And, and every question they ask, are we bringing in any from overseas? Yes. Uh, it's going to be a, we're going to extra check those because of course you got to be careful. And also, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd give them credit if Sleepy woke up, turned off Matlock, put away the porridge, Got, got juiced up on some TRT real quick, so he has some energy. I would give them credit if they're like, we're attacking this. This is unacceptable. This is like, we're fixing it. But guess what? They're not worried about the border. They're not worried about uh, uh, inflation. They're, they spin, spin, spin. They're more worried about optics and PR. They're not action-oriented. They're PR-oriented. Now, earlier in the week when we talked about the left moving, the right moving slightly left, you know, embracing the gay community and the conservative gays and all that jazz, and then the left moving even further left. Have you seen this this clip? This is a prime example of the left moving even further left, if you can call it that. This lady is just pretty fucking crazy. After birth, would you, would you I believe in whatever the woman wants to choose to do, that's her choice at any point of the child's life. At any point of the lady's life, that's her choice to kill another person's body it's gonna always be her choice even after the baby's born it's always her choice so if they're two years old it's always her choice i can kill my two-year-old it's a woman's right to choose (laughs) to kill their child at any point woman's right to choose do you believe in okay what city is this lady from bro i have no idea hey man look here like i said man a lot of times it sounds crazy to say it's spiritual warfare and it's good versus evil. Hey, man, you ain't got to be religious to see the writings on the wall. You know, some of these people are demonic, especially when it comes to the subject of abortion and baby killing. Like, I understand, like Rob said earlier, like, okay, there are stressful situations where, you know, you know, the mom's too young and she wants her career. You know what I mean? It's like, hold on, bro. Like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, come on. There's, I, there's a, what is it? it? Not a debate. It was just a conversation between Matt Walsh uh, and um, I think Andrew Clevin. Two of the Daily Wire guys was on Tim Pool's show about two or three weeks ago now. And for the first time ever, I went from mentally being more of a pro-choice person to being more of a pro-life person. Not necessarily picking a side, but understanding the framework of the conversation, the way they described it, was so, so clear. I was like, okay, if more people heard that discussion of it, they would be way more uh, reluctant to even think about what this lady just said was okay at all. It's- and, then, and, yeah, and then once you educate yourself on like how it's done... Yeah, yeah. Do you know back in the 70s, bro, they used to... Uh, uh, pump up the womb with formaldehyde mm. to like get, get it out and then as soon as they'd get it out they'd put the baby in the formaldehyde you know what i'm saying which is like embalming fluid mm. uh some people smoke it in houston texas and then they run around naked singing <laughs> well we've all seen them yes and anyway they call it they call it smoking that wet yeah that sharing that pcp anyway um th- sometimes the babies survive trying to be extinguished twice like in the womb with the formaldehyde in the jar with the formaldehyde and they like living and shit some of them start some of them have uh, um problems when they're adults some some don't but it's almost like yo you already coming in the game a g like they tried to kill you bro they tried to kill you in the womb and um and it's funny when they ask when they ask the pro-choice activists like 
you know, uh, things like, well, do you have kids? And it's like, well, do you remember what your kids looked like in the sonogram, mm-hmm. in the ultrasound when they were six months? You know, and you're you're opting, you're saying it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I think if more people knew how these things were conducted, like how they reach in and just yank out little limbs and stuff. And, and when people understand how big of an industry abortion is and when they understand the roots of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, why they're in the hood, Kanye tried one of the most influential artists of all time tried to make a point about it. And then they twisted that up, right? Oh, he's crazy. He's crying. And he said, Kim wanted to abort North or something. And, um, Oh yeah. Wasn't he crying on stage? Yeah. And they took it out of context when he was starting to run. And he's like, dude, I I mentioned the fact that they tried to abort me. And and then me and Kim discuss abort North and it's a very personal touchy thing. And, and then they took that out of context and he's like, why is it nor, why is it weird to cry when talking about Mm -hmm. that? And if more people understood that there are options, like there's a, there's adoption, there's like a whole plethora of things. It don't always got to be plan B and Planned Parenthood and sticking the thing in and, and what they do and how they yank and, you know what I mean, the, sh- the sucking and the this and the oof. Yeah, I think now they cut the spinal cord. They go back there and cut, oof. I'm yeah. telling you, man, if more people just faced the reality of what is going on, how advanced the little kids are, the babies are at a certain yeah. <coughs> a certain phase. Well, before we get into our Patreon episodes, I do want to say that, like, that's why I'm glad this show, this is a news comment, it's in the, it's classified as a news commentary show, but it is very comedic, it's very silly, it's very, you know, you know out there sometimes, because it's fun. People <coughs> want to listen to information, but they want to get a couple laughs in mm-hmm. from a fucking professional comedian. If you tuned in to this free episode and Wednesdays, and you're, try, you're on the fence of trying to give the show a chance and support the premium content... I suggest you do so. Give it a leap. Join the conversation. Join our Discord because certain shows are news shows. Mm-hmm. They're going to sit behind a news desk and talk to you like a news anchor, <clears throat> and they are independent, and that's great. Breaking points, The Hill, whatever. Yeah. Other shows have a place. Pool, Crowder, this. There's plenty of shows like this where it's a little looser. We'll have guests on and stuff. And in order for this show to grow and get more people to be interested on in being on the show and, and sharing their messages, whether they're political figures or business or whoever... The show's got to grow, and it's going to be with y'all's support. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. <clears throat> and it is growing, and uh, we do appreciate all the support, but for sure, yeah. Now more than ever, what you waiting on, man? We got the $1 tier, the informant tier. Uh, but yeah, bro, that that's a real deep, heavy fucking subject, and um, those clips were eye-opening, especially, again, props to Sav Says, Sav with one hand. Um, she just went out there... Uh, put the mic in the, in the people she didn't even mention formula the young lady the mom yeah. the person being interviewed she brought it up because she's like hey we just gave 40 billion to ukraine uh do y'all think that's weird that uh, <clears throat> a lot of americans are having a hard time with just grocery bills and things she's like uh pff, formula hello that was in the dallas area i got a couple of clips because she was in austin over the weekend for these austin <clears throat> protests we'll play those on the next episode <sighs> yeah bro it's like like i said I, i'm very i mean we called it, we knew we were not going to be as well off, like, <coughs> excuse me, on the right track with everything. We we knew, but but bro, to see America just so destabilized and, and I mean, if we're going through it, the rest of the world going to really go through it before we do. For sure. So Facts. just, hey, keep an eye on that. And then people probably going to start fighting over shit mm-hmm. over here. And then, then people might start being like, well, let me go ask my local conspiracy theorist, <laughs> right? Just somebody that happens to have different sources. That's it. Yeah. So, 
tune in on friday we're gonna go deeper into this stuff yeah man it gets it gets real deep so uh we wrapping yeah ladies and gentlemen this has been season 14 episode 169 fresh dozens fresh tamales and the best part of this show is you the audience thank you for telling a friend spreading the word and we will see you legalized freedom tour coming to a city near you sas